What's going on, y'all? This is Bud Elliott of the Nolcast, and this is the Instant Reaction Podcast. Pretty, uh, pretty decent vibes coming out of that ball game there. Even though it's a loss, Notre Dame forty-two for the Irish, sixteen for the Knolls. If you're a new listener to the Nolcast, uh, the Instant Reaction Podcast is literally instant. I do it. I don't edit it. I just hit record. My live thoughts. We get it out to you as soon as possible. Hopefully you're able to get it before you go to bed, or maybe uh, maybe you, you wake up in the morning and you listen to it then. The Instant Reaction Podcast this year is brought to you by Homefield Apparel. Homefield Apparel just launched their awesome line of Knowles gear. It's all retro. It, it's you know the old logo stuff. It, 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 it's the Bowden stuff. It's it's the old Renegade stuff. It, it's the stuff that honestly you, you look through your parents' photo album and you're like, damn, Dad had a pretty cool shirt. Mom had an awesome shirt. And it's also sweatshirt season, so be sure to go check them out. Use promo code NOLCAST. That's promo code NOLCAST. Head to homefieldapparel.com. Knowles fans are rapidly rising up the charts for the uh, for the fastest start ever as far as a home field brand. They literally launched today with their, their FSU gear. All right. Uh, so, honestly, this team hit almost every goal that we set out for it to hit in this game. Now, Granted, that kind of says a little bit about, about where this team is and you know where this team should be. And yeah, they they lost by by 16 points, and yet they still hit their goals. However, I think most FSU fans leave this game feeling you know feeling decent about what went down. Uh, we 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 said one of the main goals was to not allow garbage time uh, in, in, until you know, until the fourth quarter. You know what? This team never ever entered garbage time. Didn't happen. They played hard throughout for the most part. Maybe a couple guys on defense, not so much. Uh, but let, let's go ahead and get into this a little bit more. We said that we wanted the offense to have a yards per play against a very good Notre Dame defense of at least four, and, and they well exceeded that. They were at 5.7 yards per play, and, and it wasn't even in like like pseudo garbage time, right? I mean, they, they legitimately played hard throughout the entire contest. Uh, they they put up yards in the first half. They put up some yards in the second half, and I, I was I was pretty impressed by that, guys. Ultimately, they had a a plan. I thought a creative plan that was built around two things. Number one, around maximizing the strengths of this offense under Jordan Travis, who on the night finished thirteen of twenty four for two hundred four, one touchdown, one pick, along with nineteen carries for ninety six yards. Uh, he was sacked, uh, I think, three times. James Blackman was sacked a fourth time. We'll talk about that in a moment. Uh, but you know, like they 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 tailored the offense around what Travis can do, and you know, also tried to limit what what he can't do, which is equally important. I also think that this offense, the way they're running it, you know, kind of protected the offensive line, sort of like they were trying to do last year with with some of the up tempo stuff. Some of the misdirection, some of the QB run stuff, except Jordan Travis is a really a legitimate runner at the quarterback position, and, and he was able to help you out quite a bit tonight. Um, you know, I'll I'll give an example here. One of the things that that we really knew this offense couldn't do, most likely, was was drop back pass protection. And so, how do you, how do you avoid doing that? Well, you you got to get in. Got to get in second and six, not not second and eight. You got to get in third and three and four, not third and five plus. Now, 
yes, tonight Florida State did have some times where, where it was in those situations. And ultimately, getting in those situations was pretty much a drive killer. Okay, Florida State started out and uh, in passing downs, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Uh, they were 0 for their first eight passing downs. On the night, a success rate on passing downs of just 18%. So, I mean, look, that's where this team is. It can't pass protect when the opponent knows it's going to pass. It can pass protect some if it's going to be an RPO, if the opponent actually thinks that the offense might run the ball, if it makes sense for the offense to run the ball, uh, then then it can it can pass protect because the defense can't can't play pass quite so hard. We we saw that tonight on one of the bombs to Terry. I think it was like third and four in Notre Dame territory. It was very reasonable that FSU A could run the ball there and B might go for it on fourth down, uh, and so they were able to get some space. Notre Dame had to play the run, FSU and. They also had had to guard against a short pass. FSU kind of throws that little, little hitch and go. Terry gets open deep, and it, it's it's a great ball, um, great catch by Terry. So, like that that that's what this offense kind of has to be, and I think you have to be somewhat encouraged by what this offense under Jordan Travis was able to do against a very good Notre Dame defense. Now, you might say, hey, this Notre Dame defense really wasn't super focused. They didn't play quite as sharp as they had in prior games and I mean look guys you, you might be right I, I don't know about that but at the same time like they hadn't played in three weeks so like you, you have to think that they're at least pumped up to play right you know I I think that was that was something that, that was pretty encouraging additionally Jordan Travis did finally hit some throws on passing downs I think he was three of ten overall uh, one of those I think was, was a screen but he was over his first six, so like he's not the guy that you want dropping back and try to read a defense. But at least he hit you know two or three successful throws on those passing downs, and more importantly, FSU they, they ran seventy one plays tonight. I I think what, the twenty the like what seventy percent of those were were not passing downs, guys. That's progress. That's a team that's staying ahead of the chains, and, and certainly something that I think uh, I think if you're a Knowles fan, you, you got to be pretty happy about. So certainly a a good sign there of progress. I also thought Tamari and Terry was was somebody who showed a lot of fight tonight and, and a lot of heart. Nine targets, nine catches. According to the stats here, that means no drops. I don't I don't really remember him, you know, having a drop. I, I guess he dropped the two point conversion, but that that would have been. You know, kind of a tough catch. Uh, nobody else on the team had more than three targets or more than two catches. So it, it was really the, the, the Tamari and Terry show along with the, the, the run and the football show. I mean, FSU ran the football. If you take away the sacks, 175 yards, 4.9 yards a carry. Guys, that's, that's not bad. They're creating the extra gap. They're making it easier on the offensive line to allow for more advantageous angles because the defense has to account. You know, for, for the offensive lineman. In fact, Ingram just texted me here. Uh, Re the instant. I reiterate what I said about the offensive line progress last week. Ingram was all about the offensive line being more comfortable, playing hard, trying to play more physical. I I agree. I think Alex Atkins is doing a good job with these guys, and and they're like what what you saw tonight. Is it repeatable? We'll talk about that on on the Monday night show. 
I think in some ways it probably is, you know, because you're going to face some defenses that are a heck of a lot worse than what Notre Dame throws at you. Um, but other teams are also going to see more of, of this FSU team, and we still have to see what's up with Jordan Travis. It looks like he was holding his hand, so we'll, we'll, I guess we'll see what goes on there. Uh, you know, hopefully the throwing hand is is not not too hurt. At the same time, it's not like he really throws all that much, but but he does have to at least have, have the threat of throwing. So I, I you know, uh, Louisville is up next, and, and they just gave up a, a boatload of yards uh, and points to Georgia Tech. So we sh- or excuse me, not not Louisville, uh, NC Notre Dame. Uh, me, gosh, guys. North Carolina, uh, but you know th- their defense has been pretty suspect too. Ultimately, I, I think you got to be pretty happy with what the offense did tonight. It exceeded my expectations. It exceeded the expectations of, I mean, gosh, Ingram, me, Vegas, probably this coaching staff. If if, if you had to ask them, they went out there and they they executed their plan. You know, was it a plan that gave them a chance to win the game? Eh, not really. But it was, it, it was a plan that allowed them to stay in the game, which you know, I, I thought was. I thought was important. Nolcast Instant Reaction Podcast also brought to you by Louisiana Hot Sauce by Madison Social. I was texting with Matt throughout the game tonight, and uh, man, just a lot of emotions there for sure. And those those guys live and die with the Knolls. But Nolcast Loans, Shannon Young, and Chad eight four four FSU Lane eight four four FSU Loan. Just an incredible job. Also by Congruity. Congruity is your business optimized. All proud sponsors of the Nolcast. So let's go ahead and talk defense here. Uh, look, defense did a poor job tonight. I, I, I really, there was a lot of stuff that that, that bothered me. Uh, first of all, 8.3 yards per play allowed uh, is it's just pathetic, man. Just not not what you want to have uh, at all. So you know, disappointing there for sure. Uh, the thing was, I. I was simultaneously frustrated with the coaching staff and with the players tonight. So, A, it didn't look like they always had a had a plan. A part of that was Notre Dame getting getting them off balance, and, and Notre Dame's offensive line is is really good. But gosh, like they're 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 wrong arm and stuff. They're they're not taking the proper angles. They're they're not they're not fitting. Hell, they they didn't fit the counter right until maybe like like midway through the second quarter. The, the, the angles these guys take are like alarmingly bad. And then sometimes they actually really did fit it up nice. Uh, and they had a guy right there to make the tackle, and he would just miss in the hole. Uh, Leonard Warner had a couple misses. Brennan Gant, who I, I like as a player, had, had a couple misses tonight. And, and Kyron Williams, the, the running back for Notre Dame, is, is really, really good. Uh, but I mean, some of these explosive runs... Allowed by by the defense, where I mean, they're just Notre Dame didn't have any runs of twenty yards, right? They had 10, 10, 11, 13, 13, 14, and then forty five, forty six, and sixty five. I mean, some of these explosive runs being allowed are just like beyond explosive. They're, they're almost in another category where where there's just occasionally you see a pass play where nobody's in the frame, but it's pretty rare that you see a run play. Where, where nobody's in the frame, and yet that's kind of what what you were seeing there. Um, so, pretty concerning, <laughs> I would say uh, about, about about that. However, we also said, look, we, we want the defense to force uh, more three and outs, at least two three and outs before garbage time. They actually, I believe, got what did they get three of those plus plus they got a a uh, you know a, a fumble 
on the opening drive for Notre Dame. As we know, fumble recovery stuff's pretty lucky, just in general. But still, with with this defense, I'm I'm probably going to take that. Uh, ultimately, personnel wise tonight, defensively, I I didn't think the D tackles were great, but I, I really thought that, that the DNs and backers just got abused. I mean the the some of those down blocks that, that the DNs were taking on just just wiped them off the screen and. Like I was just saying, you just—they weren't even around. Nobody was there. It was. Uh, hey, is, is anybody home? I guess not. Okay. Kind of, kind of weird here. Not, not good. So, uh, yeah, defense not fitting. Poor angles, tackling. They did rotate a lot of guys. I, I saw them play Miko Dotson. Obviously, we, you saw Brendan Gant play a pretty good bit. Marvin Wilson, I feel like, continues to lose money. Personally, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not. An NFL scout, but generally, I think if you have a first-round defensive tackle playing in the middle of your defense, you're going to notice him. And it's not that he got his butt whipped all night, but he, he certainly was not making a, a big-time impact for you. Um, and I just, I, I think the frustrating things are some of these guys clearly don't know their assignments on just pretty simple stuff, and that that's that's concerning. You know, it, it doesn't seem like that they are internalizing this defense yet, e- even you know, even four games into the year, to where they can play fast. They, they they can they can play like it's second nature. And ultimately, tonight they did play faster. They played more aggressively, but they didn't play aggressive and smart. They just played aggressive and, and reckless at times, which I I guess I'll take it compared to. The, the normal, you know, de- death by a thousand paper cuts. But man, just just very, uh, very disappointing. On the night, not counting sacks. Well, FSU didn't have any sacks. They only had one tackle for loss. Uh, Notre Dame ran for 353 yards on 8.4 yards per carry. Uh, first downs, Irish 26, FSU 18. Third downs, Notre Dame two of seven, FSU two of fourteen, but that that's not a surprise. Like we we know. Okay, I don't want to say he can't do it. So far, Jordan Travis has has not shown an ability to drop back, read a defense, and throw an accurate pass. Everything has got to have the, the the threat of the run for the passing game with him to be successful. You know, all right. I mean, that's. That is what it is. You can win some games in this league doing what FSU did tonight. You are not going to beat Notre Dame. You are not going to beat Clemson doing that, by the way. Uh, as I record this, Miami 42, Clemson 17. Or excuse me, Clemson 42, Miami 17. Ultimately, it probably should have been quite a bit worse. Clemson lined up and tried a ridiculous 61-yard field goal before the half when they were leading 21-3, to and it got blocked and returned for a touchdown. Uh, Miami... They, yeah, that, that was that was not too great. Dear King, twelve of twenty-eight for a buck twenty-one. Almost all of that was in kind of pseudo garbage time there. So, yeah, not uh, not great there with it, with Clemson. Still on the schedule. What else tonight? You know, I I thought Mike Norvell managed most of the situations pretty pretty well. FSU did have some penalties, but it it wasn't. And seven for fifty-nine does not really seem egregious. You got a lot of young guys into the ball game. You got a, a lot of guys some experience, you know, traveling again, playing on the road. Even though it's not really that much of a hostile environment, 
quite yet. And reasonably, I, I do think that Notre Dame is, is the second best team that you'll play all year, most likely. I mean, it's possible that they're not, but they they look pretty good to me. So you covered, you kept the game respectable. Nobody's going to look up in the morning. None of these sports writers who are watching all these other games, and I guarantee you, in the night slot, Miami Clemson and Bama Ole Miss absolutely took precedent. And then probably also the, the, the train wreck that was Kentucky-Mississippi State where Mississippi State did not score an offensive point. All they had tonight was a field goal. Their, uh, their, their new offense that we, we were all admiring two weeks ago or three weeks ago, they threw 70 times for 275 yards and six picks. They had no points. They only had 20 yards rushing on the night. I mean, Kentucky Kentucky only had 150 yards of offense and won the game easily going away. So, yeah. Look, you can win some games in this conference doing this. But my, my point here is 42-26, like if, if you didn't watch this game, you're going to look up and say, hey, you know what? FSU kept that kind of close. Like, that's that's about how that should probably be. FSU's having a down year. Notre Dame's got a really good team this year. Okay. This is a solid first step. You didn't go out there and get your doors blown off. Some of it was absolutely turnover-rated. I get it. But, um, gosh, it, it, it's nice to, uh, you know, ni- nice nice to get a game where you're not uh, you're not getting your doors blown off early. And, and if it takes some opponent drops and some uh, some turnovers early, Okay, take it. Again, go to homefieldapparel.com, promo code NOLCAST to get your 20% off. Really enjoy doing these, and uh, we, we got, what, six, maybe seven more? We'll see if, if you can turn this thing around and maybe make some kind of bowl game. Uh, but this is what we want to see. Progress is not linear. FSU will not make progress that is visible each week. But this is the first time in a while that they've actually been a, a big dog and have gone out and not just completely rolled over. So, you know, progress. We'll talk to you all soon.